Hello, everyone, and welcome to PB in Style. You are listening to a podcast where you find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. Now, I want you to download this episode because inevitably you are going to get stopped because you're a busy entrepreneur and you're going to want to come back to this great information that we're going to be sharing with you today. Or you might just want to save it for later and come back to it and nibble on these great little nuggets um, as the week goes on. Either way, make sure you download the episode and if you will, at the back end, go ahead and give it a review. We are on iTunes and Spotify, so make sure you share your thoughts with everyone who else, everyone else listening. All right, so also, don't forget the podcast notes are over on my website, andreapatrick.com forward slash podcast. You'll want to grab those because a lot of the times the guests on the show will share with you some benefits of listening, I would say. So make sure you go ahead over there to the website and grab those. And then lastly, if you have not joined our Facebook group, if you are not subscribe to my YouTube channel, or if you are not grabbing those candid shots over on IG, make sure you go do that. Right now, I will have all the contact information below so you can make sure you are in the know. All right, let's move on to today's podcast. I have with me Miss Laura Hill. Hello, Tavy. Ola Tavy. Hill was my maiden name. Yes. I let her say that, guys, because I was I knew I was gonna botch it. But anyway, she's here today and she has company venues and more. And we're gonna talk all about creating parties and different things you can do to create a branded event for yourself. Stay tuned. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich, where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. All right, guys. Thank you, Laura, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Okay, guys. First of all, uh, Laura's here with me. She's a member of the Alan Fairview Chamber, like I am. All right. Go, (laughs) Alan. And um, she has a company called Venues and More. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about it. But the biggest thing I want you to know about this lady is that she's a mother of triplets. And she has started a business, she is running a business, and she is doing it as successfully as you can if you're a mother of triplets, <laughs> starting a business and running a business. But the point is you can do it, and it's all about knowing who you are and what you need to operate so that you can be successful with the life you have. And I am so happy to have you because I know you're going to share some of those great little tidbits with us. Absolutely. Can't wait. All right, so let's dive right in. Tell okay. us a little bit about you and then do your thing with venues and more. Tell us what that's about. Sure. So as you mentioned before, I'm a mom of triplets. Before I was a mom of triplets, I was a teacher in the Dallas area. And so having triplets, you have to stay home for a little bit. So I stayed home for a couple of years. And then I went back to teaching and I felt like I was just kind of on a hamster wheel mm-hmm. and I was, I was working, you know, all the time and having trouble making, going, you know, doing appointments with my kids and taking them to the doctor and gymnastics and soccer practice and trying to fit all those things in. Life, life. Yes, life. And um, I, I just felt like there had to be a change. And so I saw a need and that need is party planning. And I hated party planning. Um, and I only had to do one birthday a year. because I But for flipped. three. But for three <laughs> but kids. For three. You got so three personalities I, there. I do blow it out. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, I just saw that there wasn't an easy way to book birthday parties. And I thought about it. I thought about it for a year and a half. Why isn't this happening? Nobody's making my life easier. And so when I didn't find a solution, I decided to create one for myself. I love that. And so I started Venues and More. I, uh, last summer, I started really uh, shopping around to different companies who can help me build this website. Um, as you know, it's not easy starting a company and kind of starting from the ground up. And um, But you make it happen. You do what you have to do. Yes. And I will say that after I started Venues and More, we launched in September. And um, the site was live. I'm not saying it was perfect. It didn't have a homepage. Uh, but I joined the Allen Fairview Chamber regardless. And they just embraced me. And I met so many wonderful people such as yourself. <laughs> and just getting to know the community better. Uh, going to ribbon cuttings and really finding out other amazing business owners in the area. And in turn, they started also supporting my brand and recommending my brand. And it's it's been wonderful. And um, in addition to starting venues and more, I also have my own uh, podcast, Party Planning Radio, where I interview the entrepreneurs on venues and more. And so it's just a way for them to kind of get the word out about their listing on my site. You know, you said a couple of things there that I, you know, we need to circle back on. One of them was that you saw a need and you met the need. The other thing that I found really interesting and important for listeners to hear is that you didn't think things had to be perfect. You said you started at Allen Fairview Chamber and your website wasn't like 100%, but you didn't let that stop you and you went forward and now you're seeing amazing support from members of the chamber and you have your own podcast. And so I think that it's a, that is the first pearl that you share with us that people need to just really jot down is that we don't have to be perfect when we start out. And it's definitely the right thing to do to fill a void if you see one, especially if it's within your passion. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like you said, you have to not be afraid of what people might think. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you are solving a problem, get it out there. And just started. Exactly. Um, so tell us a little bit about how Venues and More works. I want to talk about that first sure. because then I want to kind of circle back and I want to talk about how it came to be. Like, I know you said that you saw a need, your kids, right. you know, all that. Yeah, there's a big story about it. I was going to say, yeah, there's <laughs> something else there. And so just tell us a little bit about Venues and More because I want to get sure. people to know that, you know, initially. Yes. Uh, so venuesandmore.com is an online party marketplace. And what that means is it has bookable party packages on there. So I initially built the site for busy parents who maybe don't have time to book a birthday party during regular business hours, which was the problem that I faced. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can't call a venue at 6 o'clock because they're closed or at least most of them are, and um, I just really wanted to solve that pain point for parents. I also wanted to solve the pain point of knowing what's available in your community. So a lot of small businesses are on my site, um, and they use it for um, to get their word out about their business, kind of like a marketing springboard to let other customers know that, hey, their business exists, hey, this is a great deal and a very unique party, and um, and it's bookable instantly. Um, so you don't have to have the hassle of calling a venue. And um, 
or filling out many forms or going to many websites. It's just one website, one button book now, and then you fill out the information about your party. So, okay. Again, more pearls. I don't think that people, I mean, just from what I do in coaching people, I know that it's hard for someone who has a passion or a hobby or something like that to think outside the box and really know how to use that passion and that hobby to and monetize it. And okay. your issue is not that, or not issue, but your solution is not to a problem that, it's not solving something with a passion you had. It was solving a problem you had as a parent yes. that you were frustrated by and you found solutions and thought, you know what? No other parents have to go through this. Right. Let me help them with this issue. And I think that's the other side of the coin that we miss sometimes when we do have a problem that needs to be mm -hmm. solved or we have or we think we can't monetize that. It has to be this passion, this thing that we just absolutely love to do. Right. But the passion in this case, to me, it sounds like was your kids and you wanted your children to have a happy birthday, but you knew yourself well enough to know planning birthdays is just not what you really wanted to do. Right. And the frustration behind trying to get with all these different vendors and figure out all these different pieces to the puzzle just was not your fun point. Absolutely. And, and so I want to add to that, that the business community has embraced me. Um, and just really, um, you know, I have vendors all the time saying what a need I filled and a void that I filled. And they're glad they have this service because it didn't exist before my website. And so just because it's not something that I did in my, in my teaching career, uh, the business community has accepted me and, you know, they support me, of course, and spread the word. And so it's, it's been really uplifting and um, it, it was scary changing of course, of my, course. Uh, my job and everybody assumed I was going to start a, an education consulting company, which I did think about. Um, uh, but I just, uh, I just really wanted to go with solving a problem, like you said, and the passion was my kids. And so I'm a hard worker innately. And so you just take all those qualities that you learn from teaching and being a hard worker and you just apply it to your new business and you're going to be successful. I okay, so as you know, PB and Style is a podcast about personal branding and your personal style, the way you do things to uh, build your business, right? right? And so I think that what you just said really talks about or speaks to the idea of personal style because it wasn't necessarily a passion of yours that led you to this business. Like you weren't passionate about planning parties. Right. What you were passionate about, like we said, was your kids, but mm -hmm. your background, you being an innately hard worker, your having the background of being a teacher still led you to a point where you are teaching people a better way of planning parties and you are creating a different approach to that process for young parents or old parents alike who just don't want to deal with the party situation but know they have to have one. So I want to go back a few minutes just to just rewind the tape just a, a tiny bit and talk about Laura and where Laura sort of how this process happened for you that you landed on venues and more. Sure. Um, I remember it clear as day. Um, I was in my backyard and I was working, you know, 50, 60 hour weeks as a teacher. I was just 
like I said, I was on a hamster wheel and it was around spring break. And then I have a month until I have to plan my kids uh, party because uh-huh. theirs is exactly a month after spring break. Oh, wow. And so I was talking to my brother who was visiting at the time, William. Hey, William. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the brothers. <laughs> And, um, you know, I, I just remember talking with him and I was just so frustrated at the process and he's, uh, you know, going back and forth and he's like, well, what would you want it to look like? And I like, kind of like Airbnb, like, why can't I book it instantly? Why, why doesn't this exist? And so we just kind of hashed it out in the backyard, uh, you know, and I was talking to him. I would, you know, I would really love to have my own business. I'm not sure what that would look like. And we must have talked for five or six hours, just kind of writing down different ideas, different names, different monetization. How do you go about it? And that notebook sat in my drawer for like an entire year. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't until I, the, the birth, the birthday, the following year. And I was like, dang it. I didn't <laughs> do anything about this problem. I still have this problem and it still doesn't exist. And so I just, I just became very convicted that that second time got pulled out the notebook. I started kind of doing a um, wire sketch of what my um, web um, website would look like. And so it just kind of started from there. I approached my husband. What do you think about me starting this? I had this idea last year. And of course, it's gone through like a thousand changes, a thousand name changes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's the hard part, the name. Oh my God. <laughs> you know <laughs> it does take a minute yeah. and, and it could change I mean you know as okay. the company evolves and everything and so you can't get stuck on it but yeah you do have to spend some time on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so um I my husband said you know Laura um and, and by the way my husband has um knocked down a hundred business ideas of mine and so he is um kind of used to me presenting different things and then like seriously five or six months later I see in Target I'm like dang it why didn't I do something like that's been my life all my life and so he's like he kept thinking about it and he's like I really think this is a great idea like let let's try to do something about it and that summer we went to Jordan and, um, that's, you know, a small country in the Middle East mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I started interviewing and kind of getting to know, um, the website developers in Jordan and what did they think the you know, the investment would be to right, right. get that started. Um, and of course it was, you know, still a lot of money, even though it's less money than it would have been right. for the US, but it's still like a, a big chunk of change to put into it. Um, being an entrepreneur, you just kind of get resourceful yes. and you keep searching, you keep searching. And so I find I found a way to develop my website um, without the need of, a, you know, a specialist coder. Right. And I'm not a coder myself, but I just figured out a solution to my problem. I have to say that that still goes back to what we're talking about here is PB and style is that you used what you knew about yourself, but didn't that take you having to know yourself? Like you said early on in this podcast that you are innately a hard worker. Right. So you already knew that about yourself, that regardless of whether or not this was the business that worked, that you Mm -hmm. were going to work hard at making sure it wasn't, or it was the business that was going to be for you. How do you think, or where do you think that came from? Have you given that any thought? 
like the hardworking side. Yeah, where do you think that comes from? Uh, my mom just always pushed me to have a job from an early age, maybe sixteen. Mm-hmm. You know, like here's your grandmother's car. It was <laughs> it was a, um, a Delta Osmobile sixty six oh. or whatever, and it was a huge car. <laughs> you know, and um, it was the uh, year eighty six, and our. Yeah, 1986, and it, it just took a lot of gas. Mm. And my mom said, "Here's your car. It's your grandmother's old car." But if you, you want to get around, you got to put gas. Yeah, you have to put gas in it, which at the time only cost me like ten bucks a week or something. But you're still like, oh man, yeah, I get a job, yeah. Um, so I just um, joined. Um, Little Caesars was my first job. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then um, that one closed down. And then I jumped over to Papa John's and just any any job that I got. And later I went on to Stage, uh, which is kind of like a clothing store. Okay. And I just, I just love sales. I loved interacting with people. I loved um, just really putting a lot of pride into my work. And so I think maybe those early jobs kind of pushed me. Prepared you and and pushed you. Prepared me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for us to realize that um, I think when we have this idea to start a business, we don't know, we're fearful, right? Which we should be, right? Yeah. But we don't really take the time to think about what we already have in us that Mm -hmm. can help us be successful and you knew just on this few minutes I know that you are a hard worker and you were gonna figure it out like you weren't gonna wait for someone to hand you the answers you weren't gonna just put it in the hands of your husband to pay for the website you know you were gonna do your due diligence and I think we lose that um, as part of the fear when we're starting a business because we Mm -hmm. We forget, you know, I was smart before I came up with this idea. I got myself here. Right. What got me here? How can I use what got me here to make this business successful? And you're doing a great job. Thank you. Um, I kind of, my husband changed his mind about his birthday party because I was coming to you about some stuff. But yeah, I like, remember no. that conversation. Yeah, he was like, no, let's just go have dinner. So he sort of messed up my plans, but I tried. Um, tell me. A little bit about what you found as a void. Mm-hmm. How does that resonate with your audience? What are they okay. saying about your your service? So I have two different sides of it. Okay. Uh, um, when you own a marketplace, you have the businesses who are on it. Yes. And then you have the customers who are booking easily. Yes. And so we can talk about both sides. Yes. You talked about some of the businesses that were like, yeah. this is great. No one's ever done this before. Absolutely. But, you know, it provides a marketing opportunity for yes. them. Yes. Um, you know, to be featured on the podcast that goes out worldwide. Yes. Um, and so it's amazing the response that I've had from that. And then their little, um, their business in Allen or Dallas or Plano, wherever it might be, is kind of getting national attention now. Yes. And so aren't we all looking for that? Yes. Business owners? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I mean, that's that, you know, that's, the sole job of you know a publicist to try to get it out there and then here I am providing that service I feature them on my social media page they're on my website so you know they're going to get that traffic and then um, also the opportunity to be on my podcast and anytime that I'm featured in the Allen newspaper or I was featured in DFW Child and so Every time I'm featured there, I try to bring up other businesses with right. me. And so I wrote 
an article for DFW Child, and I mentioned the chamber because I'm like, they needed a shout out yes. because they have definitely helped to propel my business. And so then I mentioned other business owners and kind of what, what I do during the day. And so anytime that I'm in the press, I try to lift up as many people as I can. That's and that, but that's not you. About me, I know. You I mean, know? that's the authenticity of it. I love that you even mentioned that because so many people that I've run across are fearful of the share or the 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 partnership idea because mm-hmm. I think they're afraid that it, it'll take the spotlight off of them. But it doesn't. The authentic the right. authenticity that you bring to the table when you are sharing or giving of yourself and your time of other people, and that includes when you're promoting yourself on a podcast, in a magazine article, at the chamber itself, just giving shout outs. To okay. people, it's not taking anything away from you. Absolutely if not. anything, it's making you even brighter because people are like, wow, she's not selfish. Mm-hmm. And she's going to share the spotlight. I would love to work with her. Right. But, and I think it makes me more credible. Too. Absolutely. It makes you more yeah. credible. So from the perspective of your of your clients, like the moms mm-hmm. that are coming to you okay. or the people who yeah. are booking your party. So first of all, let's just make it clear. It's not just for kid parties. No, it is not just for kid parties. That's I built the site and I initially thought, kids are going to be on here. We have party planners using the site to help with our clients because wow. you know what? It's not easy booking things and it's not easy finding out about availability or pricing. Um, some of my competitors, uh, they don't have pricing on there. And so that's one thing that mm. my customers love that they know what they can afford. Right. And on the flip side, a vendor says, I don't have to waste time or or just kind of go through the leads that aren't right leads for the right, business. Right, right, exactly. Because they know exactly um, how much that they're offering the services for, and there's no negotiating your price. So if you're a small business, sometimes people try to talk you down. Yes. And like, hey, can you do this event for 100 even though you charge 250 Right. Uh, but on my site, there's one price. Right. And you... you you book it or you don't. Right. You know, there's no hassling with a small business owner to try to get, you know, a discount code or something like that. I have that. to say, I appreciate that because that's how I operate, period. I was talking mm-hmm. to my content writer this weekend for a different project and I was like, okay, I have a budget. This is what I need from you. Can right. you tell me your price? If it doesn't fit in that budget, then it's just something I can't do. Yeah, you have to walk away. You have to walk away. But yeah. it, but it's it's that is important for, I think it's very beneficial and important for people like me who would be booking a party to know, okay, my mm-hmm. budget is X. Right. Let me go to venues and more and get this party done and see what I can do for my price. Absolutely. That's that's valuable. That is how that would resonate with a stay-at-home mom or a single parent or just a husband trying to do something special for his wife. And right. Or a DIY bride. Or a DIY bride. Exactly. I, I don't know about you, but I plan my I own. I plan my own. I had a feeling you did. I plan, I plan my, my own. own wedding. And, you know, it was at the Arboretum. It was so beautiful. And a lot of people don't know that there's a lot of different spaces in mm-hmm. the Arboretum. I just chose a smaller space and I got the most beautiful venue. And, you know, oh, I was wow. so budget conscious about everything. And to be honest, I didn't even know that there was like party planners out there. Oh, you know? wow. Because I was, it was my first year of teaching. And so I 
Now, my first year of teaching, I was working 6 a.m. I got there when the doors opened. Oh, you were eager. You were eager beaver. (laughs) No, I was very eager. I wanted to learn. Yeah. And it was BK before kids. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But it's still (laughs) a lot of different things. But it still worked within who you are as a person, someone who wants to work hard, who wants to get it right, who wants to be the credible person. And those students, they'll drive you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, um, I have students. My students drive me crazy. Is that what you mean, my kids? They drive me crazy? <laughs> no, my, my students, when I was a teacher, they drove me, and they, they listen to podcasts that I'm on now, and oh, so it's wow. really fun. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. I love that. So what would you say is your favorite way to describe venues and more to people? Um, so my favorite way is just uh, um, a platform where you can book birthday parties in three clicks. How, how simple is that? Yeah. You should say parties in three clicks, not just birthday parties, but parties in three clicks. I love that. I love that. So, okay, tell me how you, right now today, because you have the business as up and and running, what strengths are you using in your business every day to help move it forward? What do you think those are? Um, From a personal standpoint? Yes, from a personal standpoint. Um, I just think that I'm really great at... um, Knowing, like getting to meet someone, being very personable, because when you're a teacher, you have to be very, you have to get to know your students very well. And so, um, you know, I was the teacher that would call home and and just to call home and and see what's going on. And so with my business, I kind of use those same qualities. Yes. And so I get to know the business owners on a very personal level. I host a meetup every month where we come together and we are like busting at the seams now. We're like wow. in a different room and um, it's just, it's growing every single month. And so I just get to know them on a personal level. I get to know about their business. And so that's kind of, you know, something that's not really a bigger company would be able to do, you know, to replicate. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of using that to my strength that I just, I'm, I'm, you know, I like you're engaging, to to you're connecting, and, yeah. and I'm connecting, and it's it's something that can't really easily be replicated, and so I feel like it's a strength that I'm you know bringing to venues and more. Do you think that um, from doing that though, and having those meetups and building those relationships, that you now have a solid rapport with a lot of your um, meetup? attendees that they're now starting to send you clients or they're starting to uh, do things to help you in growing venues and more or getting the word out even more? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, I have uh, one person that um, we have a call scheduled and he, you know, knows a couple of people that he wants to introduce me to. And so Likewise, um, you know, one person I was like, hey, I need I need this table referral. Who, who do you have? And so we just kind of go back and forth. And then then they're going to be on the site now because I didn't have anybody doing that. And so it's definitely, um, you know, I'm sending them things. They're sending me recommendations and we're kind of helping each other out. And so it's it's been a, a great journey and, and I definitely recommend, you know, anybody starting a business, you know, just get to know 
the business owners, and then they're going to be honest with you about the product. Right? Yeah, right. So if if you're spending this time to do the meetups and the website and you know uh, the podcasts and things like that, they're going to be giving you honest feedback. Right. You're there and you're available. Exactly. You know, sometimes the owners aren't available or they don't want to hear feedback, um, but I'm constantly asking for that. Yes, yes, and I mean you have given so many. I mean I'm I keep I'm I'm writing things down guys <laughs> while she's talking. Because she's given us all these pearls, and I don't want us to lose them in the conversation. Um, This podcast is like a conversation. But inside the conversation are so many pearls, and Mm -hmm. I kind of want to pull some of them out real quick. We talked about the fact that you saw a need, and you, you, you came up with a solution, but then... Um, you also talked about there not being any need for perfection. Um, you just have to go out there and get started. And then you talked about um, this unique approach, how it was the opposite side of the coin. And it wasn't a passion that you had that made you start the business. It was a problem you saw that needed to solve right. that related to a passion you had, your kids. Right. And you wanted to solve that problem. I think that is a great way to look at it. Some of us, well, I can go down that rabbit hole, but I just won't go down it. Let's go back to what you've also taught us. Um, and that you talked about the authentic connection. And you have those, you build those mm-hmm. with the relationships you have with your business owners who are advertising or showcasing on your site right. and through your meetup and how you use your podcast. So right. you're developing, um, first of all, a reputation. Right. Because in the chamber, you're new, people are listening and they're they're growing. But from that, like this relationship you and I have, there is a relationship that forms from us being in constant contact with each other at the chamber. So you have the relationship. And then through your meetup, all these people that come on a monthly basis and hear what you have to say and see your credibility and see how authentic you are and see your intention. Now you've built this rapport and people are funding in a roundabout way, but sending people your way to grow your business and to help your bottom line. And so it's important for us to take these tidbits that you're giving us to develop the personal brand that we want. Because these are all foundational pieces. Absolutely. Like, this is like, this is yeah, not. Yeah, you could take it. And yeah. And anywhere, any and business, then. any business. and But they're common in every successful person that I've talked to. Everybody that I've talked to that had yeah. a business, these are some of the same universal things that they're doing. Filling a void, being authentic, building connections, you know, solving problems that they have themselves that now resonate with their clients. They can tell a story that people connect to. Absolutely. I definitely connect to your part, to your story, you know. So it does make sense for us to really think inwardly and Mm -hmm. like really do that. Who, Who am I and how can I use what I have to make this business successful? So. I just wanted to point that out to you listeners, because I think that's important to grab those nuggets while we can. You know, I am just feeling so much better about myself. (laughs) You're doing an awesome job. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So how do you, outside of the chamber, um, what ways do you choose to promote venues and more? And how do you use... um, I want to say your personality, but it's really like just... You can't be on every platform, right? So yeah. how are you using who Laura is to promote your business, like through social media? Like, How are you getting the word out in an authentic way? Sure. Um, so, you know, other than the chamber, I do go to many meetups and different organizations every single week. And so 
as far as spreading the word, you know, one of them is a group of moms that meet. And so they're just mom entrepreneurs and or mompreneurs. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. And, you know, that is such a fun group to go to. And I just say, stand up and say, hey, I'm Laura. I'm a mama <laughs> This is my business. I hate a booking birthday parties. You might too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> side, exactly. You know? And so, you know, I get a lot of referrals from that. But um, I try to visit as many meetups and um, networking events as I can per week. And so I try for two. And on a good week, it's four. Nice. And so all over DFW, um, I go to, um, I try to go to all free ones, but, you know, they're not always free. They're not uh, always free. They're not always free. But, you know, you, you just do what you can. And sometimes you can go to, like, a, a networking group, like, two times for free, and that's totally what I would do. Yeah, right. And so if I walk in a room and I make one connection or, you know, get one referral, I really consider it a, a win mm -hmm. and a win and worth my time. And then maybe next time when I go back, I'll, I'll get even more. And what's cool is that um, I went to an event uh, last Wednesday, and I walk in thinking, you know, I'm really not going to know anybody because it's a very large event. I met four people that knew me. Four. Wow. From just doing, I've done this for nine months. Wow. And so to walk into an event with 500 people and you know four people. Wow. Yeah. And so it's just from different events like this um these uh, two ladies, um, they're launching a really cool product, and I met them at a Mark Cuban uh, keynote speaker event. And it's just like every event I go to, I just try to make personal connections yes. as much as I can. Yes. And so I want to give them a shout out. Their company is called Anticipate Joy. Nice. And so that's coming soon. Um, and so it, it, it was just really cool. One person saw me speak um, through One Million Cups. And that's a platform for entrepreneurs. If if you're really thinking about launching a company or you have launched a company, that's a great place to start. They allow you to get up there and give like a five-minute talk about your business. That has helped me tremendously because instead of talking to people one-on-one -on -one about your product, you talk one-on-50. -on yeah, yeah. And so if you can make, you know, five connections out of that, then, you know, totally worth your time. Absolutely. But um, I just try to go to as many events as possible. And during the summer, it has been a struggle <laughs> because, as you know, I have triplets and, uh, you know, their summer camp schedule is different um, every week. And sometimes they're not in summer camp, so they come with me. Right. So they came with me to Lions Club meetings. They've come with me to Mompreneur meetings. Wow. Uh, and they love it. And so I got them, like, venues and more T-shirts. I love it. So they're just so cute and, you know, representing the brand at the same time. I so love it. Awesome. I love it. And you used, what I'm hearing is, again, breaking it down, but I I hear that you use this, this your personality. You mm -hmm. like to get out. You said early on in this podcast that like you love sales. I, I like sales. You love talking to people. I, I am an intrapersonal uh, person, and so I like to make deep connections with mm -hmm. people and so um I do not like standing up in front of large crowds I would rather just talk with somebody mingle in someone. the crowd yes. yeah yeah um I'd rather be mingling in the crowd than up front 
I don't really like the spotlight, and that's what I've had to get used to, Yeah, you know, being in the newspaper. That freaks me out a little, but, you know. But that was one-on-one interview, though, right? Yeah, and, and, and it's for the brand. Yeah. And so I, I just have to think, like, this is this is for your business. This is for your business. Um, and I'm totally comfortable getting up in front of, you know, 350 kids. That doesn't bother me. It's just when it's adults. adults. Yeah. That's when it bothers me a little bit. But I know how to... I know how to have a, yeah, and I know how to have a conversation and kind of work the crowd because, again, I'm falling back on those skills that I learned as a teacher. You had to ad lib all day, every day. Yeah, and so you knew you were doing a lesson about fractions, and but you've got to make fractions interesting. You do, you do, <laughs> and you know one of the ways that you make it very interesting is is you have stories. Yes, and you know just just like podcasts. That's why they're yes. so intriguing. Is that you're listening to somebody's story and you're trying to really decipher the meaning from it. Right, and so students love that too. Oh sure. yeah. I think that you, I think just like maybe not standing in front of a crowd, but I can yeah. definitely tell that you enjoy the conversation. Yes. You enjoy yes. getting to know someone and yes, building relationships with people. Yeah. And that helps you, I'd imagine, in going to all these different events. I struggle with that. I have to say, and I'm listening to you thinking, Andre, you need to do a better job of this because you do not do a very good job. Come with me. I just, I, you know, I feel like. I don't know. I love talking to people. I could talk to people all day. Uh, yeah. That's not an issue. It's not it's not talking to people. Yeah. It's the physically getting there. It's like it's I have so much to it do. That carving Especially out. when you have three kids. Yes. So, oh I, I'm I'm not saying like it's a professional sense that I walk in with three kids. This is this is for a necessity. Like I do not, you know, send them to full time daycare. But you know what? They are learning a lot. And you're being authentically you. These people know what they're getting if they work with you. This is a mother of triplets, and sometimes triplets take, you know, they take precedent. You have to like do for them first. I've got twins. I'm not. But they're sitting through business meetings. That's awesome. That, they, but they're like you said, they're learning. Absolutely. And and I think that that's another point that we need to make that you can't let your kids keep you from building your business because no. you can incorporate them. They could be your story. They can be your story. I wrote a book. I have a book, um, um, my Be the Brand um, business journal that I wrote. It's on Amazon. I'll put the link. But um, in it, I talk about doing business with your kids in the summer and how you can get them to help you mm-hmm. and um, participate in the growth of your business in the summer. You don't have to stop doing business just because your kids are home. Right. You have to incorporate them into your business and give Absolutely. them different tasks. And you can start as early as them being able to separate a book from a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You know, I my girls, when they were three or four, were like putting the stickers on a catalog that I was giving out. Right. My, my labels. Um, so you can start them early and get them involved. They come with me to vendor fairs. That's and awesome. And they help you set things up. My kids do that, oh, too. They're, like, and they're really sitting there talking to people. people. Oh, I love they're it. talking to people. They're wearing their branded T-shirts. And they love it. I love me, it. I'm just exhausted because, you know, vendor fair. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the packing and the unpacking. The packing. And the, the packing. unpacking. The setting up. Yes. And then they walk in, you know, fresh as a cool a cucumber. Yes. You know, and then they haven't been doing anything. And you've been sitting there for four hours trying to set everything up. Yes. Sweating. Makeup yes. on. Absolutely. Yes. I but know. It, it's just, um, and, and I'm not saying, you know, they, they stand there for hours. Uh, they normally stand there for, like, you know, maybe 30 minutes maybe yeah and then um then my husband will bring them somewhere else but you know they get the knowledge and they're they're, yeah they're excited to help promote the brand and that's another thing that I do to kind of get my name out there is to be in vendor fairs and 
the last one that I did, the booth next to me, she's like, wait, your name sounds really familiar. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. Oh, my God, that's great. Mm -hmm. And so this was only when the business was six months old. And I, I didn't personally know her. And she's like, yeah, do you have that um, venue that used to be a um, an auto repair shop? And now it's, like, turned into this beautiful um, co-working space event space and I was like oh my god yes I posted that on Facebook so she had just liked my page wow and she saw a Facebook advertisement that you know I ran right and and, um so she liked my page and she was right there next to me in the vendor space nice it was was cool to meet a a recent fan of Indian and also you know make that personal connection so now she really understands the brand and and what it is and right what piece of advice would you give to other entrepreneurs out there who have you know saw a need they want to fill the need mm-hmm. um they might have small kids at home whatever the case may be but what advice would you give them to just to to get up and going yeah i would say to just get started get feedback from your friends what do they think of the idea? I know when I first told my friends, they said, Laura, you need to quit your job right now. Like, this is a great idea. I don't know why you're still teaching. And you need you need to work on this because I need a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get it all figured out. And that so was that very I could helpful. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. I would never quit my job. I created it. And then the following year, I was like, Oh my God. I should have quit my job. And, I should have quit my job and created it. Yeah. You know, but um, I would say, you know, get feedback from your friends. Of course, I didn't really listen to everything <laughs> that they said. Um, but just get started on it. You know, um, Don't and, let the and try to try to create it within your means. You know, I didn't go out and borrow a bunch of money. To I love that idea. Started, like, try to get it started. You know. Yes, I do vendor fairs, but I do vendor fairs that I can afford. And um, I'm not going to have the most fancy booth. I don't have, like, the best tablecloths. And, you know, my, you know, I don't have, like, all these crazy branded stuff. But I just have what I can, you know. Like, it. we create bubbles. And my kids put label on bubbles. Thank you for those, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. Venues and More was the sponsor of our goodie bags for my nonprofit event the Unique Friends Foundation had a couple of weeks ago at Top Golf, and she's right. They were bubbles, and they're branded with venues and more stickers on them, and everybody yes. loved them. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear. Yes, and so that's what I kind of do for vendor fairs, and it's it's fun. You know? Yes. So it kind of brings the fun. Yes. And so um, I'm glad that, you know, um, participants of the golf tournament loved them. They did. It's good feedback. Uh, but I just do what I can. You know, I'm, I'm not ordering 500 of these bubbles like I I am hand like taking the the labels off yeah, and like yeah. putting my own labels on and and my kids help out too and so it's just you you have to start kind of grassroots right mm-hmm. or bootstrap mm-hmm. or whatever you want yeah. to call it like do what you can and and go from there I love that advice and I think we all need it um so before we let go before we get off the podcast tell me a little bit about what you have coming up with venues and more what we can expect from you and any new um new packages coming out or anything happening that we need to know about okay so an exciting package that is uh just been listed on venuesandmore.com is a um kind of like a 
birthday uh, party package that involves dinosaurs. Ooh. But it's not like dinosaurs that, you know, girls wouldn't like or, or girls would like. This is a package that everyone would like. We can even hold corporate events here. Oh, wow. So here in the Allen area, we have a company that makes these huge animatronic dinosaurs for the Dallas Zoo, for zoos all around the world. Oh, fact. wow. And so, and also for the Herd Museum, I don't know if you've seen Oh, that. yes, I've been. Um, I've some heard. of them, like, shoot water at you, you know, and they're, like, animatronic, so they're, like, moving around, they're making noises. Yes. They look very realistic. And so you can host a birthday party in this space. You can get a tour of the space, and they, they let you, like, hold the different ones, oh, take wow. pictures and selfies and sit on them and, oh, and wow. just really get to know how they produce them. And um, like I said, they're shipped all around the world. So it is such a unique offering for the area um, and something that like even Dallas doesn't have. And so it's really unique to our area. Yes. Allen. And so they have uh, 2,900 square foot. So even if you have a larger party or a corporate party, um, they could accommodate that as well. So that's just kind of fun. Wow. Do you think they're listed on any other site? No, they're venues and more, honey. (laughs) Venuesandmore.com. Check that out if you want a dinosaur party. Well, I'm so glad you were on the show. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I just really feel like your story is one that we've all heard of. We've been there before. There's a, you know, you just, we don't have to be Oprah. Like, everybody doesn't have to be Oprah or Steve Jobs or, you know, the next big billionaire out there who it looks too and it too hard. It's, it's just not hard if you have the tenacity you have, you have the hard work, the drive that you have. It's really about knowing yourself and knowing where you fit in the puzzle. And you've got this teaching background. You're using it to meet people, to ad-lib on podcasts, and <laughs> some of these questions were not on the list, and she did a great job, but you, you know, I think it's important to tell stories like yours, The people know they can do it, and they don't have to right. sit on the fence anymore, they can start small, they start small, they start, can start where the you problem. are, yes. you don't have to live in California to have a tech company, that's right, and you don't have to break the bank, no matter what company you have, right. you can start yeah. slow, and so, again, I really appreciate you being on this on the podcast today, guys. Um, if you want to know more about Laura and her story, or if you just want to go to Venues and More and book a party, please do that. I'll put the link for Venues and More down below. Also, be sure to visit andreapatrick.com forward slash podcast, because that's where you'll see the notes for this show. If you loved it, which I know you did, go ahead and give us a comment. We want to know from you what can you do right now to get that business started where you don't have to be afraid of the money and you can just get started? We want to hear of your ideas. Thanks again for listening, and we will be back next week. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.